Assalamualaikum Zahid Maaf ya I uh, hope you are doing well you and Claire are doing well just nothing important just wanted to find out how things are with you take care and uh, let me know if you need anything okay all right good afternoon That's my mom she's everything to me we talk all the time I'm kind of a mama's boy and lately I've been asking her a question I suspect many of you are asking the elders in your lives how are you doing I'm fine she always says but then I press on because I want more details to know that she is safe that she is well how are you really doing i ask her i'm zahir jan mohammed and this is call your elders a special segment from a better life a podcast from feet in two worlds in this series we're speaking to immigrant elders about what challenges they've faced in the past what brings them joy in this moment and what advice they have for the rest of us There's a stat from the US Centers for Disease Control that always makes me pause. 80% of the deaths from COVID-19 in the US have been people 65 and older. Many of the people I love, including my parents, are in this age bracket. And if you're the child of immigrants as I am, your mother or father or grandparent might be the last living connection you have to a place that was once home for generations of your family. For me, it's Tanzania. where my parents were born and raised. Florence Burrow Adams is a radio producer who lives in New Jersey. She recently spoke to her mom and dad. They immigrated to the United States from Haiti in 1968 and now live in Florida. My parents, Monique and Eric Burrow, have been in self-isolation since March, rarely leaving home. Our family has kept in touch with regular Zoom sessions and my sisters and I and other family members have supported them with home deliveries. I had a chance to hang out with them over the internet one Sunday evening to catch up. My niece Kristen, who lives with my parents, recorded their end of the conversation. Hi, can you start by telling everyone your name and how old you are? How many years can we have to have to say the truth? Whatever you want to say, dad. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Eric Barrow. I'm the father of three beautiful ladies <laughs> and our family is made of 18 members nowadays. We have a big picture in the living room. We keep on looking at them and counting and uh, My wife's name. My wife's name is Monique Oyobao. She just reminded me. I thought she was going to say it herself. So anyway, I am 82 years of age. How about you, mom? I am 79 years old. That's right. And her name is Monique, by the way. You <laughs> said say you called your name. Okay, so tell me, how was your day today? What'd you do? Well, normally today, today is Sunday. First of all, the Sunday we we, we take mass on the TV. Yeah. And so when we wake up, I wake your mother up. I go make coffee for her. I bring her a breakfast which consists of <laughs> half a banana and then she takes her coffee. I turn the TV for on 243 which is where they have the mass. So she has her mass sitting in a footer there 
Wie kleine. Drinking coffee and that's the best way to take to go to church. So after that, we come down. Got dressed and have breakfast. Fix breakfast. You know who fixes breakfast. Who does? I do. Just on Sunday. Oh, come on. on Sundays, he's the one. <laughs> so, how have you liked or disliked having the family taking care of you now that you're home? We. <laughs> you can be honest. No, well, let me say that uh, you, 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 Florence, our daughter that lives in New Jersey. Yep, that's me. Has been very very attentive to our problems. Our needs. She made a list, ordered stuff, and had it delivered here. Mm -hmm. And in addition, the things that we have to renew locally on a regular basis, we're taking care of the Christian, our granddaughter. And Jessica. And also Monique's, Monique's niece does the same too. She buys and when they come, she parks her car in the street, drop the bag and say, ah, I can't come in. Mm -hmm. What makes you happy? What brings you joy while you're home? Usually we do things together, you know, yep. and we complete each other. And... What about you, Dad? Uh, when? Occupy your time, I not do, today. I do, I do. I take care of everything in the house. And let me tell you, when there is a light bulb to replace, if I go, they say, you can't go there. They think I'm a kid. Who's you know? they? Oh, well, they. the monitor. <laughs> She's sitting on my left there. You mean Kristen, your granddaughter. She wants to know, who did that? How can you go up there? I said, well, I still do things, you know. <laughs> so, anyway. So, taking care of things, taking care of mom and the house makes you happy? Well, I'll say yes. <laughs> well, you, she's looking at me. I can't answer. I'll give you the answer another time. <laughs> we'll zoom later. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. I know that we've talked about, as a family, about the importance of you all getting some exercise and really taking care of yourself. Can you tell us what your routine is, what you have figured out to do in the house? Yeah. What we do is in the morning, we try to walk from the front door to the living room, the dining room. And it, I can have nine laps or more in five minutes. And I keep on going, and your dad also. Don't forget, you asked me to put the music and on. And he goes... She wants no, me to put the music because she dances. He, he does not volunteer the music. <laughs> He's always, you know... Dad, you don't like to have the music on? It is... <laughs> I don't want to say it. What is it? Say what? Go ahead, say it, Mom. Go for it, it say it. He does it. not volunteer things like that, you know? He, he just go, go, and making sure that he passed me, you know. <laughs> Wait, you're telling me as you're walking around the living room, Dad feels the need to pass you to go faster? Several times. <laughs> <laughs> when we do the exercise, when we do the exercise, she's watching the time. 
I say, your time is good for you, but the number of time you go around, it makes a difference. If I can make three times, three turns, when she does one, if she does 15 minutes, in five minutes, I accomplish more than she does. I call that a little exaggeration. Well, if I said, okay, I'm going to walk for 15 minutes or 20 minutes, after five minutes, he's yeah. done. Because I have covered what she covers in 20 minutes. <laughs> don't worry, because I don't care. <laughs> I do what I have to do and, you know. Right. How does this moment compare to other difficult times in your life? Um, you left Haiti, you came to the States, you had to reestablish from scratch, like you had to start with from nothing. How would you say this time, this situation is compared to the things that you went through earlier in your life? So you're talking about when we the time we yeah. came to the States from our country? Yeah. Oh, we are more at home here than we were in our country. We were young. Our life is like three parts. Our adolescence, we went to school, we graduated, and then we left Haiti. And we came to live in New York, New Jersey area. So that's part two? That's part two. And then we from there, the kids. we spent 20 years in that New York, New Jersey area, and then we moved to Florida, and we've been here 32 years, so more more time in the States than we did in Haiti. But the life, for some reason, took us from living Haiti in the middle of a dictature where people were burning, people were killing people in the street, literally. We came in this country, and it was the, the 60s, the late 60s, when Martin Luther King was killed, Robert Kennedy was killed, and there was riots and everything. And then when we packed up, we came to Florida, we had other problems, and now we have this experimentation. That's, that's, that's basically that's life, as a matter of fact, 9-11, we were in Florida. This is the Florida event of our experiment with big problem. We didn't know, will life become normal again? The right. same as we do today. But I'm sure there's a solution to every problem because we have a, you know, a system in this country that is more regimented than the individual. So we'll, in Haiti, if you had a problem, you, you could not solve it. Over here, it will get solved because we are in America. Hmm. Life is not simple. We have to live challenges. We, we go through them. And we learn to take one day at a time. And that helps a lot. Because I always said every problem has their solution. And the solution is tomorrow. And with, with that philosophy, I really do not suffer much from anything because I just let go. Well, 
Thank you very much. Well, that was a pleasure having you. Awesome. That was Eric Burrow and Monique Burrow speaking with their daughter, Florence Burrow Adams. The interview was recorded by Eric and Monique's granddaughter, Kristen Palestis. The music you heard Eric and Monique exercising to was performed by their grandson, Stephen Pena. This song is Chita Lakai by musician Robert Martino. It's a Haitian Creole song about how to stay safe in the pandemic. On our website, abetterlifepodcast.com, you'll find some great photos of Eric and Monique taken by their granddaughter, Daniel Pena, as well as photos from Haiti and their early years in the United States. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with another call to an immigrant elder. We want to hear from the immigrant elders in your life. How are they doing? And what's bringing them joy in this moment? Reach out to us on social media and tell us how you're staying connected to them. Next week, please join us for another installment of A Better Life, a podcast from Feet in Two Worlds, exploring how COVID-19 is making many immigrants rethink their ideas about the promise of this country. This episode was produced by Florence Barrow Adams. It was edited by Mia Warren. She's our executive producer. Our audio engineer and senior producer is Jocelyn Gonzalez. Our assistant producer is Anna Delena. Our development coordinator is Alejandro Salazar-Dyer. Our executive editor is John Rudolph, and our theme song was composed by Farid Sajjan. I'm Zahir John Mohammed. Call Your Elders and A Better Life are produced by Feet in Two Worlds. For 15 years, Feet in Two Worlds has been telling the stories of today's immigrants and advancing the careers of immigrant journalists. Our supporters include the Ford Foundation, the David and Catherine Moore Family Foundation, the Ralph E. Ogden Foundation, the J.M. Kaplan Fund, the Listening Post Collective, an anonymous donor, and listeners like you. To support our work, visit us at abetterlifepodcast.com. Feed in Two Worlds is a project of the Center for New York City Affairs at the New School.